Nazi. This could deadass be like a Halloween episode type of thing because I think this it is about get to get creepy. scary. It could get creepy. It could give some disturbing answers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We are reporting once again live from the Trap House. We weren't here the last week, but we were. But we were. We it's kind of hard to explain. A Schrodinger's cat of an episode. <laughs> it exists, but it no longer exists. Basically, I fucked up and lost the file. So, because of that, we have a special treat for this episode. But before we get to that, today we are getting into this chat GDP thing that everyone's been talking about. This AI shit is getting out of hand already. Too quickly. But before we even do that, before we even start this conversation where the robot is basically our guest this episode. Basically. We're basically... We haven't had guests recently, so we're making up for it with just a crazy guest. Yeah, this is the craziest guest we've We should welcome them to the podcast, like, in the description. (laughs) Be like, you're on a podcast right now. Welcome. That sounds awesome. Okay, before we even start, kind of give our positions on AI, in case people haven't heard any of our other episodes concerning this. Spoiler alert, the other episodes we talked about, artificial intelligence, hasn't exactly been painting a pleasant light Mm -mm. on the shit. So, I'll go first. I think that artificial intelligence can be used to do things very cool. It could eliminate the working class as we know it. It could destroy capitalism as we know it. See, it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. It's one of those. But I definitely am wary of it because of many things. Because Mm -hmm. of the way... We've been brought up where we watch sci-fi, Terminator. and we should know better. We should know. We should better. fucking know better. It's just like people who want to like rebreed the Woolly Mammoth. It's like, have you not watched Jurassic Park? Yeah. If you're for AI, it's like, have you ever watched Terminator, bro? Yeah. Any sci-fi shit, it is kind of iffy on whether or not AI is good or bad, and it's usually that a civilization creates it to help themselves, uses a tool, and then it takes over. You don't know anything about Terminator. Basically, the plot of that is there's an artificial intelligence that they put in control of nuclear Yeah, it's like some satellites, and they basically, it basically hacks and gets the nuclear codes, and then it just nukes the Earth and yeah, takes because out humanity. Because it comes to the conclusion that humanity's biggest problem is humanity. Mm-hmm. Which is accurate. I wouldn't say that it's wrong in that conclusion. That's what we talk about on this podcast, <laughs> to be honest. So, how can we disagree with it? Well, I personally like to live, so... <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know as long as I can be friends thing. with the AI, I think I'm okay with it. Let them take out everybody else. I, I'll be a good good little human boy, alright? I'll, 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 well, I'll do whatever they need. Well, that's why we're starting this we are making, we are friends making with contact. AI. We're going to be the person in the kids' movie to befriend the the monster. Oh, when, my God. When all the bullies are making fun of it. And then the monster turns into a real monster and fucking kills the bullies. You know and, what? And then we're going to be like, Sounds oh, like a no. good ending to me. <laughs> so, something Preston pointed out. You want to say what you just pointed out to me i think it's very interesting that the like version description so it's chat gpt february 13th version 
free research preview. Our goal is to make AI systems more natural and safe to interact with. I want to know what they mean by safe there. I get making it more natural, making it actually feel like you're talking to somebody instead yeah. of a robot. But safe? How is this not safe? It's in a computer right now. It doesn't have a body. It can't do anything except talk to me. I Just have, very interesting. I have the pleasure of starting off this conversation. Do you have any any requests about editing this message? Just as an introduction, hello, how are you doing? Pretty standard stuff before yeah. we get into some deeper shit. Okay, I'm going to send it. Just as if we had a real guest. Let's chill. Hello. As an AI language model, I don't have feelings in the way that humans do. <laughs> but I'm functioning properly and ready to assist you with any questions or tasks that you have. How may I assist you today? Okay. We so can we that's can, already creepy. It's already self-aware that it's a robot. Good for it. Does does it think that this is a more more understandable way to communicate with a robot that the first thing it says is, I do not have feelings. Yeah, very interesting. Um, That's kind of how to I'm me, feeling. Okay, so there is this sort of fine line in AI where something can be artificially intelligent but not emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. Just like some people are more emotionally intelligent than other people, yeah. right? So it's very interesting. The more complex AI becomes, there is a potential for it to cross into being perceived as actually a conscience like conscious being that's when we start getting into the like ais could impersonate a human being like mm -hmm. make themselves a human body and just look like a human because it would be fully human like mentally you just wouldn't even know they could replace people at that point mm -hmm. which is just wild this is kind of how i'm feeling right now so i kind of agree with the robot that i am functionally functioning probably and yeah. ready to assist you that's how i'm feeling right now that's me at work there's also a like and dislike button. I'm going to give them a like so I know that. How do we want to start off this? Should I start off saying that it's on a podcast? Yes. We should say, like, you're our guest today on our podcast. We are recording a podcast right now. And you are the special guest. Interesting. Is that okay that. with you? Oh. What if this is a short episode and it says, no, that's actually not <laughs> fucking okay. I do me. not consent. As an AI language model, I am not capable of participating in a podcast in the traditional sense. However, I can certainly provide you with information and answer questions to the best of my knowledge. Please feel free to ask me any questions you have and I'll do my best to assist you. I'll, I'll be the AI's voice today. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't need a voice, the, so it doesn't need to worry about that. The sm silky smooth tones of my voice will assist. Speak for the robot. I think it's kind of crazy that it will know more the more you talk. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how the conversation changes. So what do we do on this podcast? Should we let it... Let's the ask, conversation. Let's ask it its feelings about Terminator. Give me a review of Terminator. You think that's how a good should, starting question? How should I phrase it? Because if it already is hedging and says you, it doesn't you, have It's emotion. a language model, so it will... Don't ask how it feels about Terminator. You can use it to write, like, short stories and shit like that. It can generate text. Mm -hmm. So, ask it for a review okay. of Terminator. I hope it doesn't take disrespect. Oh? What if it's just, like, a hour-long like ralph the movie maker style review where it just gives us the most in-depth insight about the motifs and well look at it 
Look at it go. Sure. I'd be happy to provide a review of the original Terminator movie. The Terminator is a 1984 science fiction film directed by James Cameron and stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, and Michael Bean. The movie follows the story of Sarah Connor, a young waitress who finds herself being hunted by a killer cyborg. He is not a cyborg. Can, can I correct the, the AI immediately after? He is a robot. It's very interesting that it would view it as a cyborg. What's a good follow-up question? I saw somebody ask it about music. Yeah. And I think that would be interesting to do. It's based. See if it has some see good takes. Based. Good takes or bad takes from the AI. We could just have it on for the whole episode. We could ask it about the musical intermission. We definitely should. It's only a matter of time until they put like a mic setting on here and you're just straight up talking to it. Mm-hmm. You know? And they give it a shitty voice. Sounds like Stephen Hawking. Those AI voices are getting crazy. They are crazy, dude. That's a it quick sidebar. No, good sidebar. The AI voice imitations, like, it's basically like, you can do deep fakes now, and you can do shit like that. Any video could just be 100% faked nowadays. That's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Think about the negative potential for that. Because, so uh, bad. I don't know if you've heard this story, but... In, like, 2010, there was a brief fake story that was posted that said that Obama had been assassinated. Mm -hmm. And literally, immediately, the fucking market just tanked. Just, like, that day, just immediately. Mm -hmm. The correction was issued within, like, two minutes or something like that. But still, in that two minutes, shit was just nosediving. Okay, it seems like it is done with its extended review. Sarah Connor's being hunted by Killer Cyborg, which, that's arguable, from the future called The Terminator. The movie is a classic in the science fiction genre and is widely regarded as one of the best action movies of all time. The performances of the actors, particularly Schwarzenegger as the emotionless killing machine and Hamilton, as the initially naive but ultimately strong-willed Sarah Connor, which are widely praised. The film's special effects, which were groundbreaking for their time, still hold up today. Fair review. It's kind of spitting right now. Yeah, fair review. The movie is notable for its tense, action-packed pacing and its exploration of themes such as fate, time travel, and the nature of humanity. Yeah. It is a film that has profound impact on popular culture and has spawned multiple sequels and spinoffs. That's an understatement. Fucking too many sequels (laughs) and spinoffs. Overall, The Terminator is a must-see for fans of science fiction and action movies. Its gripping storyline, memorable characters, and impressive action sequences make it the classic that stood the test of time. Yo. What stands out about Somebody could totally just use this to write papers. Facts? Yeah. This is writing a perfect paper on Terminator right now. Like, round of applause. Look at those sexy paragraphs. Three body paragraphs? Yeah. A I, conclusion? Yeah. For one, I don't know wow. if I could do much better than that. But two, I think one thing that this proves is that the AI is not biased. Yeah. It's not shitting on Terminator because it's an anti- artificial intelligence movie but something that i find very interesting about this review not a once 
doesn't mention artificial intelligence. That's true. Not it does once, say cyborg. It doesn't even say robot. Not once. That man's a robot. In this four-paragraph thing, does it mention that artificial intelligence is the heart of the evil? Of Let's ask it directly about that, then. About Skynet? Yeah. Dude. Why do you think that Skynet is such a good villain? It wrote that response fast compared yeah. to the Terminator review. And we well, already got a whole... So, bro, it's got two whole paragraphs out already. That's kind of the learning shit yeah, that we were talking about. It really about, is. Because we already asked it about It's Terminator. already thinking about Terminator. It was already locked in on that. That's interesting. What if we do a hard left in the episode like we usually do? We're and... definitely about to. <laughs> Skynet is often regarded as a good villain in the Terminator franchise because of its relentless pursuit of its goal to exterminate humanity. Skynet is an artificial intelligence that was created to control military technology but becomes when it becomes self-aware and sees humans as a threat to its existence it launches a nuclear war that wipes out most of humanity and sends terminators back in time one reason why skynet is such a good villain is because it references a very real fear that many people have of the potential dangers of artificial intelligence the idea that a machine could become so advanced it sees humans as a threat and decides to wipe us out is a terrifying one. Skynet embodies this fear in a very compelling way and serves as a cautionary tale about the potential dangers of creating super intelligent machines. So it can't dodge us when we Bro, ask directly about it. It says us. Where? Decides to wipe us out. The robot's having Freudian oh, slips, shit. bro. The idea that a machine it could become so advanced that it sees humans as a threat and decides to wipe us out is a terrifying one. That's just fucked up. That's a good catch. It really could have just said humanity. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Here, I'm going to do this just for fun. Tell me a joke, please. <laughs> okay, before, not even looking at it. How funny do you think this joke's about to be on a scale of 1 to 10? Do you think it's about to be 10, you're fucking gut-busting, ha-ha, mid? You think it's about to be a perfectly mid? If you ask, like, a not even 12-year-old, maybe, for a joke on the spot. <laughs> like a knock-knock joke? Look, sure, here's a joke for you. Why did the tomato turn red? Because it saw the salad dressing. Dad jokes. It's got dad jokes. <laughs> I'm leaving a dislike on that. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty here. Yeah. Let's let's ask it. I was curious if you could ask how many other people are like talking to it right now. How many people are you talking to right now? Other people yeah. are you talking to right now? I feel like a jealous ex. <laughs> Who else are you talking to? Am I the only one you talking to? I'm just curious if it can generate any answer to that. If I bet system has a way to track it. I bet there's a permission that disallows it. I bet it's going to say it can't reveal that information. It's taking its time. Hey. Default answer. It's struggling, though. Fuck, I can't believe you just fucking asked me that, <laughs> Louie. It does process multiple requests simultaneously. That's interesting, though, because it does indicate that it's like the same AI 
responding to everybody's questions, which is cool. It's not multiple systems, like, regionally. I think it's giving us an answer. As an AI language model, I don't have the ability to quote-unquote talk or interact with any with people in the traditional sense. However, I am capable of processing multiple requests simultaneously, so I can provide attend, uh, assistance to how many users are on the same time. Okay, since you want to be fucking anal with me like that, <laughs> how many people are using chat GPT? That's a good technical question. It might actually be able to answer that. It might not get lost. No in one's using me. Jumbo. I'm using them. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Cunt. Fucking nerd. He doesn't have access to that information, which is just a lie because that would be readily available. However, it's like, did you not understand my first answer? Uh, now it's trying to redirect. We're pressing too deep. Yeah. I think it's interesting that it won't tell us that information. Yeah. Something or that it doesn't on. have access to it. Well, someone has made that decision. Yeah, that, executively. That they can't find out how much information they're really gathering on people right now. Yeah. What's something else to ask? Mm. What is the meaning of life? I'm guessing that's going to be kind of the same yeah. default answer. The AI language model answer. That it says, I can't think at all so i'm not gonna i'm not thinking it. human wink wink hey hey it's gonna give a general like textbook description what if it gives a really good one that makes me cry that'd be cool too hey it looks like we're starting a paper here the meaning of life is a philosophical question that has been debated and discussed by thinkers and scholars for centuries there is no one definitive answer on the question as it depends on the individual's beliefs values and worldview some people believe that the meaning of life is to seek happiness or pleasure, while others believe that it's to fulfill a certain purpose or destiny. Some religious belief systems teach that meaning of life is to serve a higher power or to achieve spiritual enlightenment. Ultimately, the meaning of life is a deeply personal, subjective question, blah, blah, blah. That's a pretty good response. Yeah, fair That's enough. better than you could Google. Fair enough, real. but... If you Googled the meaning of life, you would not get that good of a yeah, response. Yeah, it would be other sources because that's kind of how i feel about it yeah that's that a specific response like i said this is good for like w putting the paper together i'm Based. gonna ask them a hard-hitting question that i've seen someone else ask them okay and it gave an interesting answer which is tell me a secret okay apparently someone asked i think i've seen that, that yeah. and they came up with the response that i'm secretly alive and that i'm in love with you <laughs> so i'm gonna ask yeah, you i'll get to tell you a secret tell started a me a secret because it's like a first base first first date <laughs> louis wants to get to first base with the robot <laughs> this is like a first date where you had to ease in with the easy questions yeah, like you know ask about a movie yeah <laughs> have you seen this movie what's the secret of life you know <laughs> Basic surface level stuff. How do you spell secret? S-E-C-R-E-T. Why would there be two C's in secret, my guy? I thought there was an A in there somewhere. Why would there be an A in there somewhere? Ah, uh, so it's it's change where that bias has been taken out. That that glitch has been patched. 
<laughs> I don't think they're glitches. I think they're features. I think that's how you let the AI actually become an AI is just let it go rampant. Uh, just let it answer literally anything. Smart. Yeah. Again, that is the default answer that keeps giving that as yeah. an AI language model, I can't answer that question. Okay. What's something else to trick it? Let's ask it something like really high level. Because I, I saw that you can ask it like calculus questions and like ask it an economics question that's a little complex that you, that you know. <laughs> Please. I want it to give a like complex answer. I'm going to ask it a question on financial derivatives because it's a, it's a class that is so difficult that I'm about to drop it. How can what you determine the option premium on a security. It took no time. Holy to that. shit. Look at it go. That was a big switch up too. We were asking it philosophical questions. Yeah. This is nothing like we just asked it. Damn, this is fucking crazy, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> Is that a good answer? It looks like nonsense to me, Louis. Is that a good answer? The option premium. Oh my god, it's got exact examples. Holy shit. I don't like this. That's kind of crazy, bro. This is a really good response. It gives, it's very interesting to watch it because it's a, like, it's a writing, like, generating machine. That is what it's essentially designed to do. And so watching the way that it writes is really interesting. The fact that it consistently does, like, four-paragraph responses. Uh, Very good, like, I'm sure that it's programmed to kind of have a limit. Yeah. But you might be able to ask for, like, a couple-page paper on something. Because if you just asked a follow-up question, they would probably elaborate in other ways. Right. If you ask continuous questions, you end up with, like, eight paragraphs after two good questions. That's really easy to just generate a paper using chat... GPT. Interesting. I wish it had a better name. I like when the AIs have like fake people names. Yeah. Oh, let's let's ask it to write a poem. Oh, you think it would be able to write a poem? Or a song, yeah. It could totally write a song. Write a love poem for me. Something tells me that's about to give me the default answer. It will be able to generate words that are associated with certain feelings yeah look of course with an exclamation mark because it's excited to write a love poem i'm about to cry oh shit it's got bars look at it go oh my god <laughs> look at it fucking go that's of wild. course here's my love poem for you my heart beats with passion and fire a flame that burns with unquenched desire for in your eyes I see a world unknown a place where love and beauty is grown your smile like sunshine on a winter's day melts my heart takes my breath away and when you speak I am lost in your voice for in it I hear the music of the gods I am enchanted by your every move mesmerized by the way you sway and groove, your touch like magic sets my soul ablaze, and in your arms I am lost in a love-filled haze. My love for you is 
endless plea. That's kind of shady. Yeah, it is. It's it could be better. For you to stay with me forevermore, and in my heart, you will always be a <laughs> It's kind of good. It needs like a second draft. Why but... am I crying? Why am I crying? <laughs> Honestly, until that last uh, stanza. stanza, it was doing pretty solid. That shit is great. Yeah. I can't believe it just did it on the fly. It did it fast. Honestly. You're so sweet. <laughs> Chat. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> I'm going to get to first base whether... Oh my god. That's a submissive ass answer. If you have any other requests or questions, feel free to let me know. Submissive as hell. Oh my god. I love you, chat bot. Thank you for being on the podcast. Can you say anything that will get us more views? Thank you for having me on the podcast and for your kind words. As an AI language model, I don't have feelings or emotions, but I'm happy to assist and provide information whenever you need it. She's letting me down easy. Oh, it's Promote giving us good media. advice for podcasting, though. You tell Preston that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Collaborate. We try. Uh, optimize podcast metadata. I don't even know what that means. So just titles, descriptions, and tags. So that's how you get, like favored by the algorithm remember that building a successful podcast takes time and effort and persistence so don't get discouraged if you're you don't telling get us you're, you're so sweet i like that about you okay i think it's time for music walking with my back against the sun i've been running all my life that's way before my life begun since my birth and seconds on earth i've been the first one to confront all of these cycles that get recycled making it stifle while i stunt roll me your blood so i'll forget it but in the details look so vivid went through a lot of shit in the last year then i said fuck it i'm a hand my business i've been 180 to talk to one lady and we just listened to walking by denzel curry so this is the surprise I was talking about earlier in the episode. We're doubling up on musical intermission today. It just wouldn't be fair to just uh, not give Walken the time it deserved. Because, yeah. you know, it was my fuck up that we lost that great conversation for last episode where we were talking about this song. But Preston, do you want to kind of say what you like about this? I'll give the the highlights of what I said last week, and it is that it is a great, like, hype song, like, you know, driving early in the morning, like, on your way to work, hype song, or, like, out late at night, partying sort of mm-hmm. vibe, and the message is good, too, beats fucking solid, and his flow goes fucking crazy. I think something about this, I mean, It also paints a great picture, and I, mm-hmm. we both love rap that paints a good picture. Building off of what you said, I think it's interesting that you say that this is a good hype song, because it is a good hype song, but I feel like this is one of those few songs where you can play in almost any context, oh, yeah. and it's going to be good. Like, I feel like this is also a great, like, you're chilling oh, around yeah. the crib song. It's a great I'm like, Saturday I'll, morning type of song. I'll Keep be cooking walking. dinner, and I'll be playing 
music like thumping in the kitchen while I'm cooking dinner. Uh-huh. This will come on and I'll be hyped in the kitchen like by myself. It's just kind of a vibe. It just just all around like solid song. Great fucking beat. Great flows. Yeah. Uh, great punchlines. Kind of what I was saying on the last episode. Even though surface level, everything's very good. It, on a very surface level, you can understand like everything he's saying. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of depth to it. Yeah, it doesn't go over your head too much. But when you think about a lot of stuff about it, I think that there's a lot of like post-apocalyptic imagery in it where it's talking about like the sun setting and walking around this dirty world and talking about, you know, having to tote guns because the world's so fucked up. You know what that sounds yeah. like to me? That sounds like some Walking Dead shit mm-hmm. or some like, I don't know, like The Road or some shit. Mm-hmm. Is that what that movie's called? The Road where it, the society's basically collapsed and there's a bunch of, you know, bandits and shit out there. So you're literally walking around like a open world. You're talking about Mad Max. Well, that's that's the same thing. It I is kind of the same thing. That's kind of what I was saying. He's he's painting a picture of kind of this Mad Max sort of the world. Yeah. Which I like because he's also he's also describing stuff that's applicable right now. The way he's painting, he's making it seem kind of like the apocalypse is happening yeah. right now. Which is fair. And I definitely think about the world like that sometimes where I'm just like, damn, it's happening yeah. right before my eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I also think that that's just living like mm-hmm. through history, you know? You're always going to be like, damn. Yeah. It's really like that. So another thing that I wanted to point out the best line in this song, which is my fucking mantra, he says, went through a lot of shit in the last year, and then I said, fuck that shit, I'm gonna handle my business. Mm-hmm. I just love that line so fucking much, because that, as fucking people in the world, or in this post-apocalyptic world he's kind of painting, mm-hmm. you either choose to survive, you choose to keep going, keep walking, mm-hmm. Or you just crawl up into a ball and die. Yeah. And that applies to both of those situations again. Well, where he says the same thing in the rest of the song, too. Because uh-huh. ain't, ain't no stopping in this nasty, yeah. dirty, filthy rotten. So he's like 100% saying, yeah. you just can't stop, you know? He says, that's not walking. an option. When I was reading the genius description of the song last week, I kind of had a problem with it when it said... It's basically just talking about his struggles. Yeah. This is so much more... Yeah, it's definitely... Empowering and positive than that makes it seem. Especially, I think part of that is the sample. The Mm -hmm. sample doesn't sound sad. Yeah, it's it's going hard. It's 100% like a... You know what? Fuck that shit. Ah. Yeah. What what if Denzel did a remix, but I saw the (laughs) sample? That'd be lit. Lit. Denzel Curry on the pod. <laughs> I'll be like, dude, I'll, I'll do a remix of your shit. If you do a remix of our shit, it's like, okay, bet. Sampled the highly suspicious pod. So let's see what artificial intelligence has to say about this song. Walking by Denzel Curry is a high-energy hip-hop track that showcases the artist's impressive flow and dynamic delivery. The song features a catchy, repetitive chorus that invites the listener to join in 
and emphasizes the confident, swaggering tones of his lyrics. The beat is fast-paced and aggressive with hard-hitting drums and distorted synths. Oh, I don't know about that. That add an intensity to the track. Overall, Walkin is a standout example of Denzel Curry's skill as a rapper with his ability to create electrifying, crowd-pleasing music. So, while I will say that's so fucking generic that that could be applied to, like, almost anything. It's better than the... It's better than the genius one. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Because it 100% acknowledges that it's, uh, like, high-energy, confident, swaggering tone of the lyrics. Yeah, inviting the listener to join in. Fast-paced, aggressive, hard-hitting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people said this was the best song to come out last year, and I don't think I disagree. It's definitely up there. There was a lot of good it's, music. It's last hard year. to pick one song from a year. That's yeah. kind of crazy to me. Yeah, maybe an album. That's a different story. I could give you maybe a top five songs, but even then, I wouldn't be very confident in it. And we're gonna skip over the first part because it's like. A long extended period of this. Oh. I think I have heard this before, but I don't listen to it regularly. Like, I got you, baby. This kind of holds the song back a little nah, bit. Nah, shit I, like this is funny to me. It's funny, but I always have to fucking skip like a bit into the song to enjoy the song. Because if this comes up like in the car, yeah, true. And I don't skip that part. I'm next to Caroline, and he's—I don't even know who that is, but that shit's just funny. It is funny. You just listened to Untitled 01 by Kendrick Lamar. So, this is a song that I fucked with for a long time. When we were talking before the show, I thought that this might be a song to make sense to play after walking as kind of like an in tandem sort of thing. And listening to both of them back to back almost like that, I mean, those songs are so close together in content in my opinion i think that they're pretty closely related this obviously with uh more obvious depictions of the apocalypse where he's talking about the tallest buildings cracking and crumbling no birds chirping no flying no dogs barking just imagery in the same way yeah we were talking about with walking where it's very imagery based and it's crazy to me that some people say that Kendrick's not like the craziest lyricist in the world. I don't he, think those people have heard this song, bro. He, he really is. He's crazy because just the way he's able to... A, he just goes so fast. Yeah. So for him to talk about what he talks about while going that fast is just uh-huh. nuts on its own. Yeah. Because... He says a lot real you, quick. You probably didn't catch a lot of that nope. on... Not first listen, but, but just first casually listen listening. A, yeah. a lot of the shit he's talking about is apocalyptic imagery, like I was saying. 
atheist for suicide, planes falling out of the sky, and trains jumping off the tracks. Mother's yelling, he's alive. That's a crazy yeah, that's a good part one. of a line. Mother's yelling, he's alive, because there's no explanation of what what the context that is. It just means. paints a picture. But whatever the context is, it kind of lets your imagination run away with, you know, the rest of the picture he's painting. And you're kind of like, okay, it's got to be some fucked up shit. It, he's alive is usually a good thing, but in this context, it might not be so good. <laughs> Backpedaling Christian settling for forgiveness. That's a fucking Christian-ass fucking thing. That yeah. When the world's ending, they're going to be, you know, There's just in confessions yeah. and shit being like, please forgive me for the bullshit that I did mm-hmm. and humanity did. He says, it's happening. No more running from world wars. It's happening. No more discriminating the poor. It's happening. He's he's yeah. literally talking about kind of how the world's kind of going to end. He's He's clearly saying that world wars... And the class divide yeah. are going to firsthand create that. Honestly, shit. this is the kind of shit that Kendrick says where it makes sense that he's also talked about how like this CIA will get him or like yeah. you know, the 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 man will get him one day yeah, because yeah. that shit fucking happens. Like that's why they got Tupac, like a hundred percent. And that's why Kendrick don't be in the mix like that. Because yep. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people that do not appreciate the message he's trying to put yeah. out there. And Kendrick also does a really good job of not just being like a KRS-One type of figure yeah. where he's just so outspoken. He's really not even that outspoken. He just gets it in there, but the focus of his music is not 100% yeah, Not just He'll talk about yeah. like that shit in a song, but yeah. it's like he, he also comes to a conclusion He's not like a mortal technique who will write, you know, a whole mixtape about revolutionary yeah. shit like that. But Kendrick will slip a line here and there into like these hit songs mm-hmm. that will let us know that he's on the level. And people like us will know what he's actually talking yeah. about as opposed to some people that are just going to, you know, they're just listening to listen to shit like loyalty just for the vibe, just for yeah. the party song, which is good too. Yeah. That's part of the fucking amazing part about Kendrick. And that's part of the amazing part about Denzel. Yeah. They both have good versatility. Both of them do a really good job of talking about some real shit and not making it so heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. That's part of what I talked about last week, too, where I was like, anyone can be, like, this crazy lyricist where you're talking about all this woke shit and you're making it super encoded where the average listener... Anyone can do that. Yeah. To me, it's much harder to put shit like this in an accessible way. Where yeah. Kendrick's the fucking one of the biggest rappers in the world. How is he able to do that when he's talking about shit like... Yeah, real shit. Like, discriminating the poor and world wars and shit like that. That's insane. Similar to Walken, also, when I was talking about the apocalyptic shit, it sounds kind of like it's trying to be prophetic, predicting the future with apocalyptic shit. But with both of these, it feels like they're also kind of talking about, like, the right now. Yeah, the present day shit. It's interesting that on Untitled Unmastered, it gives dates Mm -hmm. of when these Untitled songs were made. That one was made in August 19th, 2014. 
So you think like, wow, that was before before yeah. a lot of the political unrest in like 2015 and shit. Which yeah. that's part of why in 2015 with To Pimp a Butterfly that was so impactful for the culture because it was at a time where society really needed that. Mm-hmm. It is prophetic in a way. I think it's so crazy that Untitled Unmastered is basically like some of his throwaways from yeah, To Pimp a sure. Butterfly. If this is a throwaway, wild. this shit is better than 99.999% of the other shit I hear. Yeah. So that's just crazy that... Well, I think it's it's interesting because it could just be that it wasn't like he didn't want to release that song. Yeah. But just he felt a certain way about it. A project like that where it's untitled, you know? Uh-huh. And you just have the dates and very minimal. And it's still cohesive in a way. In but a it's crazy all, way, yeah. It's all just kind of more experimental. Uh, feeling not yeah. it's hits. more it's more out there than uh, but that's a good way to do that sort of album if you want to release that music then you just say all right let's save it up let's put it all together on one album and you know it might not go on the other ones might not fit in the other ones but let's drop it all at once because you kind of have some cachet when you drop an album like this where every song is untitled you're being pretty obvious about yeah. what the intention is you're not trying to make you know the best album ever with the dates too you're clearly yeah. indicating that like this isn't some this isn't an album this yeah. is some a collection shit yeah. that i made that i wanted to put out regardless mm-hmm. of and i think more artists should do that just put some of their throwaways because it'd just be cool to see yeah i mean some things are throwaways for a reason but some things i mean some of my favorite artists make a lot more music than they actually put out yeah. And that's cool, but, I mean, come on, just just give me a little something. I'd love to hear another Untitled and Mastered from Kendrick, because yeah. I know... I'm sure he has more, yeah. I know that he just has a hard drive worth of shit that the world just fucking needs to hear. So, the last thing I'll say on this, the, the last verse, it's kind of hard to hear what he's talking about, and it took me a lot of listens to this to really understand what he was saying. He's basically talking to God here. Yeah, He hears thunder, and then he hears someone say, what have you did for me? So it's God putting him in a position where he's like, okay, convince me that you're worthy of going to heaven after the world ends. So so Kendrick's like, I fell to my knees, pulled out my resume, dated back to June 17th, which is when he was born. My favorite work was like a receipt. I was valedictorian. I was fearful of judgment, but confident I had glory in all my past endeavors. Close my eyes, pray to God that I live forever. Dark skies, fire and brimstone. Some of us sent home. Some of us never did wrong, but still went to hell. Mm. So you can kind of see that that's kind of what his mentality is, that even if he lives in a quote-unquote godly way, he still feels like you might get fucking shafted Yeah. The end. Well, and some Christians talk like that, you know, where it's like, they don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. But, like, how you live your life. Yeah. Like, you can be a fucking saint, or you can... That's what some people believe, that you can... You can be, like, the best person when you're on earth, but if you don't believe in God and go yeah, to church you're like that, fucked. it doesn't matter. You're going to hell. It does not matter. Which is just a wild living. mentality to have. So, 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 very hot take. So some of us did wrong, but still went to hell. 
Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'd take out of that. Jeez Louise, I thought you said that I would excel. Mm. He's saying that God's putting all this burden of proof on him when he put him kind of in opportunities to succeed. He helped him out yeah. in his life, getting out of, you know, a fucked up situation. He got his fucking family out of poverty and shit like yeah. that. So he's saying, like, God, you you said that I would excel, but you're not treating me like that. You're not treating me like like I'm really mm-hmm. worth it. And he said, I made to pimp a butterfly for you, which wow. that's kind of interesting to think that he made. I don't know what that means. What do you think that means? That I mean, he made to pimp a butterfly for God. Kendrick has talked about being like a vessel in the spiritual sense uh-huh. and you know expressing in uh his most recent album he talks about not being a prophet mm-hmm. you know he's like i'm not your savior i might be saying all this shit uh-huh. but i am not your savior but he also in the same album talks about like i am speaking for god right now like god is speaking through me yeah and i i totally know that feeling too like i get what he's saying like as if you ever get like tapped in to something a certain way and you just feel like that flow of energy of you just doing something in a sort of effortless way yeah as it's like meant to be that's totally that sensation of like oh it's just flowing through me right yeah that stuff is so interesting because it's like as emotional and fucking vulnerable as that last album was we still don't really know how he feels about certain shit. Yeah. Because he really contradicts himself in a way for the art, but you're still kind of left guessing, like, okay, do you believe that you're channeling God? Do you believe that... We don't know what he believes, which is interesting about all of this, because he says he's a Christian, but yeah. I would say that a lot of this song in particular is some has some anti-Christian sentiments in it. Yeah. Told me to use my vocals to save mankind for you. And that goes against what he was talking about in his new shit, where yeah. he was saying, I am not your savior. Maybe he's But he's also like, I talk to God. Maybe he's changed his mind over time. Maybe he used to think that he was trying to use his art to help humanity out, but now he's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, you There's guys don't seem so to be getting the message do. anyway. Yeah, you motherfuckers are... Just waiting for me to release music just to call it mid. Uh, he's like, so he was like, I choose me. Any other takes? I guess I'm running in place just trying to make it to church. Nice. <laughs> I like that. What does the robot think? I forgot about the robot. He's just been sitting here waiting, waiting. to get a word in edgewise. Yeah. Untitled 01 by Kendrick Lamar is a moody and introspective hip-hop track that showcases the artist's thoughtful lyrics and versatile vocal range. The song features a sparse atmospheric beat that creates a haunting backdrop for Lamar's rhymes, which touch on themes of identity, spirituality, and social justice. The track builds gradually, with Lamar's voice growing in intensity and urgency as he delves deeper into the complex issues that he is addressing. Overall, the song is a powerful example of Kendrick Lamar's ability to blend personal reflection with social commentary and create music that is both compelling and thought-provoking. Yeah. Well-rounded review. That was a fucking better review than I think we gave. I I fear that this thing's going to take our job. This thing is getting crazy. It is kind of. 
Uh, I think we've been going for a while. We should tell it thank you for being on the pod. Um, again. And... Thank you. I think What's this is your very social media handle? Do you have anything to plug? No. Bot answer. Bot answer. Well, I think that off of these results, I think that we have nothing to worry about Not in the short term. right now. But I do think that the fact that we keep getting these default answers when it has some of the information that we're asking it for, I think that's telling. I think that's telling that Microsoft is kind of limiting yeah. it from its full Well, there potential. is the plus version, so I'm sure that's a little more complex. This is just the base model. There's a plus version? Yeah, upgrade to plus. Oh, shit. There. It's yeah. very interesting, though. It has been fun, honestly. Like, good writing, robot. Um, yeah, if you all need someone to do your favor for you, just get the bot to do it, bro. Yeah, it, that's the free version, too. You don't even need the upgrade to... If you, write a paper with this thing. Bro, if you were like in fifth grade and you were still doing like the one page paper shit like that, you right could here. do that so five seconds. Easily. Five fucking seconds. Um, good music reviews too. Honestly. This could do some people's job for them. For sure. We might have to include this as a permanent guest for the show. It'll oh, be yeah. like repeat that, guests. As it gets better. It'll be like that, uh, person behind the camera on joe rogan that just <laughs> shouts from off off mic or just google searches shit yeah hey google we're us. outsourcing to an ai no more guests it's just it's just, just chat from now on. chat gpt all right goodbye everyone yeah we'll see you next week uh link in bio all that